Now, when it comes to your IRA, don't forget your RMDs. You also need to think about your FRA, LTC, and FEHB. No one wants to listen to another boring financial show. That's why Alicia and Josh Lewis created Retire Colorado as a way to break down the complex world of retirement planning to something that's simple and easy to understand and have some fun while doing it. This is Retire Colorado. Interest rates are on the rise and continued pressures from inflation and crypto cash. Hmm. Uh, plus, did any of your favorite athletes or actors retire this year? We're winding down 2022 with a look at the top financial and retirement headlines of this year. Thanks for joining us, and welcome to Retire Colorado. Along with Alicia and Josh Lewis, I'm Bruce Steinbrock. You can reach the Lehman Lewis Financial Group anytime at 970-446-1234. Alicia had to step away, and she'll be back with us later on in the show, so we say good morning to Josh Lewis. Josh, how are you? I'm doing well. Always glad to be here, and good morning to everyone out there. Absolutely. And interest rates, we know they have been on the rise for a while now and continued pressures from inflation and crypto cash. Uh, you know, so we're looking at all this. But first, we want to look at the A-list actors that have called it a career. Now, Tom Brady probably uh, did have the shortest retirement in history, and it may have cost him his marriage. Uh, he announced his retirement from the NFL February 1st, and then on March 13th said, just kidding. He returned to the Buccaneers, and um, he and Giselle decided not to return to each other. Uh, Andrew Whitworth from the Rams, well, he uh, retired after that Super Bowl victory last year. And Big Wit, he joked on Instagram when everybody was in training camp, he was out running errands. He posted, retirement's great, they said. You'll love it, they said. Go get the groceries, she said. <laughs> and other, uh, Bruce Willis, uh, he's had some health issues. Jim Carrey, uh, Sandra Bullock, and Cameron Diaz all said uh, they were not going to work any longer. But we'll see. I'm sure some of those will show back up. But uh, just one of those things, it's retirement can be on people's mind right now, Josh. That's right. And I think a lot of people look at kind of the, the lifestyles of the rich and famous or celebrities or whatever it might sure. be. And think, why would they ever retire? And, you know, you think about, like Tom Brady, for example. I mean, that guy has just an insane routine and, and all of the things that he does. So, like, it's a big step, you know. He has this high-level commitment of doing all the things he does, not only physically but mentally. Um, having good relationship with family is a big part of that. And, you know, some of those things can kind of suffer when your career is so demanding. And so some of those don't surprise me, but I think, too, a lot of times we look at, say, like acting or something like that, you know, you see a lot of these actors, you know, go on into their careers, into their 80s, you know, or even beyond. And so I think sometimes we sort of get this idea of, like, it could go on forever, but I think ultimately, too, these people have, you know, devoted a lot of time and energy to building their careers, and now they want to enjoy it, really. And, and I don't think just because their careers are, you know, I guess, famous or professional athletes, things like that. I think a lot of people don't quite equate those same people to being regular people who, you know, look at life and look at time in a very similar way. I think that we all do. And, you know, there, I, I applaud them for, you know, taking that leap out to move into retirement. Now, one of the top contributors from 2022, Jerome Powell, he's the chair of the Fed Reserve, and we've heard from him quite a bit throughout our shows this year. 
uh, and they've had to steadily rise interest rates. In fact, after the last one, Powell said this. If we over-tighten, then we have the ability with our tools, which are powerful, as we showed at the beginning of the pandemic, we can support economic activity strongly if that happens, if that's necessary. On the other hand, if you make the mistake in the other direction and you let this drag on, then it's a year or two down the road and you're realizing inflation behaving the way it can. You're realizing you didn't actually get it. You have to go back in. And Josh, being our numbers guru here on the show, this is a guy I know you've uh, listened to a lot and you've studied a lot of what's going on. And and again, the Fed has had to make these interest rates uh, hikes to try and cool things off. But the question is, did they wait too long and are they going to overcorrect? Oh, man. Like I could fill the duration of this (laughs) show talking about all of these things. And Honestly, you know, I want you guys to like me, so I'm going to keep it short. What what ultimately happened is they came way too late to the party. And if you kind of look at this in a historical fashion, Jerome Powell was really looking to get nominated as the Fed chair as we were going into this whole process of seeing inflation ramp up. And we heard the word transitory, ad nauseum, mm-hmm. right? Oh, it's tra- don't worry, it's transitory. Well, Then he got the nomination, right? And he got the job. And then suddenly, overnight, he realized it was not transitory, right? Right. So, again, I think part of that was him sort of appealing to his audience, the current administration who gives him the nomination, and not upsetting the status quo. And then when he got the job, he said, well, now I'm responsible. Now I have the onus to make this right, and I got to step in and fix this. So, first off, again, admitting it was no longer transitory, then moved into the largest and fastest rate increases we've ever seen in the history of the U.S. economy. So, you know, I I think they definitely got to the party late, and I think because of that, they're going to stick around a little bit too long, and and now we're starting to see some of the, the ramifications of that. By the way, if you'd like to reach out to Alicia, Josh, and the team at Lehman Lewis and start the conversation about your retirement, and it doesn't mean that you're retiring today. Maybe you're already retired and you're just seeking some guidance. You've really worked with an, uh, an advisor that's worried more about accumulation rather than you know the long-term retirement. Reach out today. You can call or text the word VISIT to 970-446-1234. Call or text VISIT to 970-446-1234. Alicia will be back with us later on the show talking with Josh today. And Josh, the Social Security Administration announced one of the largest cost of living adjustments in decades earlier this year. 8.7% will be the increase for 2023. Where do you see this going? What do you see? How do you see this affecting people into the new year? You know, this is one of those things that most people view this as good news, right? They say, oh, wow, like my fixed income source, which for a lot of people, you know, say 25, 35% of their income in retirement, they're going, that chunk of my income is going up 8.7%. You know, this is fantastic. Cue the confetti, right? <laughs> And, and it's good and well and all, but I think there's a lot of sort of consequences that go with that that can be negative. I mean, at the end of the day, you look at paying out 8.7% more in benefits, that puts a greater pressure on the Social Security Trust, right? We're already looking at, you know, a reduced number of people paying into that, partly because of age demographics. But some of that, too, had to do with payroll taxes taking a significant decrease during the pandemic. So now we're paying out more and more money from a finite supply of money that's seeing less and less people pay into the program. Meanwhile, 
having that benefit get increased, that means that your expenses have gone up around eight and a half to nine percent on an annual basis. So, you know, while you look at that being a, a boon for retirees, people collecting Social Security, I mean, a lot of that's going to get offset by just really the uprise in costs across the board. And that's not even mentioning the idea that, you know, Medicare Part B premiums are also seeing increase simply because that's factored in with cost of living adjustments. So there's a lot of considerations here. And, you know, just kind of jumping back to talking about the interest rate environment, a lot of that's driven by those rates too. So as we, you're, you're kind of getting this double-edged sword, right? So now inflation's gone up. So the Fed says, hey, we got to raise interest rates. We got to increase the cost of money to really kind of quash inflation. Well, now that we're seeing more and more money come back into the economy to combat inflation, what does that do? Creates more inflation, right? <laughs> so I think this is kind of one of those scenarios of coming late to the party and now we're going to sort of chase our tail. And that's why you keep getting this hawkish tone from the Fed saying, we got we to gotta take it far. And then if we go too far, don't worry, folks we'll rein it back in with our powerful tools. And that kind of irks me because when they say powerful tools with the plural, they're talking about interest rates, right? Which in my opinion is one singular tool. Mm -hmm. And I think ultimately we're going to kind of see this ebb and flow. And and really where we're going is just a, a long drawn out period of stagflation ultimately. So while the social security thing is good and seeing a cost of living adjustment is good overall, I don't think that really addresses the root cause of the problem. And that really is what I think is going to be systemic throughout the economy for a longer period of time. Again, Alicia is going to be back with us later on in the program talking with Josh Lewis today here from the Lehman Lewis Financial Group on Retire Colorado. And Josh and Alicia have a free toolkit for you. In fact, it starts with a budget worksheet. It's a complimentary booklet that you can start to think about what that budget might look like in retirement. But it's also going to come with guides. Will your money last? Am I paying too much in taxes? Social security decisions and a checklist challenge. Where are you on the checklist for retirement? If you'd like this entire bundle, this toolkit of your own, all you have to do is call 970-446-1234 and request your complimentary bundle. 970-446-1234. All right, Josh, here in the fourth quarter, one thing that's gotten a lot of attention, and we'll talk about it here for the next couple minutes, is uh, cryptocurrency and and gold, uh, kind of a rude awakening for some people. But crypto, first of all, um, what's a lesson that people can always look at when they are somebody that steers towards that shiny new object and always want to dive into the latest new fad? Yeah, this is tough. This kind of punched a lot of people in the face, so to speak. And even like kind of back to that earlier segment about Tom Brady. I yeah. mean, he he is knee-deep in the whole FTX mm-hmm. drama. I Several mean, celebrities are. Yeah, Steph Curry. I mean, um, a lot of folks, right? They got immersed in this. They bought into it. They probably have personal money invested in that. They also promoted it, which could be a big no-no. And I think ultimately some of those key lessons to take away are, you know, the the lack of this really specified regulation. And I think when ultimately we talk about regulations and they can be a pain in the neck, trust me, right? We see it across the board with everything. What 
you know, from permitting with the city to SEC regulations. There are all these rules that we have to adhere to and sort of guide us. But ultimately, a lot of those regulations are for consumer protection. And I mean, at the end of the day, we're all big boys and girls and we make decisions. We have consequences. You know, I, I talk about this with my kids just as much as I talk about it with our clients. And so really, I think the underlying lesson for a lot of people is, you know, know what you own and know why you own it. And I think ultimately too many people got caught up in this idea of, you know, shiny object, right? Oh, this is great. Everybody's doing it. You know, Tom Brady put his money in there. Tom Brady, you know, he's worth several hundred million dollars. It must be a good deal. And so then they just took people at their word and then they never understood the underlying investment. They never understood how it gained value or lost value or what happens if and when something went awry. And I think people stepped out of their comfort zone really chasing big returns. And ultimately, it kind of comes back to that whole greed factor. You look at, you know, like FTX as a whole, there was a bit of a, a Ponzi scheme sort of element with that. And you look historically at how people get involved in Ponzi schemes, you know, it's a big trust sort of thing where they look at, you know, a lot of people are doing it, so it must be reputable, and then greed becomes a factor. Hmm. And when you let those two things sort of drive your decisions, you're going to end up making some bad choices along the way. So I think ultimately it was a lack of due diligence. Too many people put stock in the idea that wealthy people did this, so it must be a good idea. And then I think a lot of people didn't trust their gut, right? If you don't know and understand what it means, if you can't, and and I think this is important across the board for a lot of things, you know, if you can't explain it to a third grader, you probably don't understand it to yourself. And, you know, we see this in our office a lot where we break down these bigger concepts and complex things in a way that people can understand so they can make an educated decision. And ultimately, people were not making educated decisions and then they put too money into something that they didn't quite understand. And gold was kind of, you know, a little bit of a similar thread, I think, where people are looking to hedge against some of that volatility. And they go, well, I understand how gold works, but you got to understand how gold works in a rising interest rate environment. And then look at it from this aspect of, you know, correlation with the stock market or with cryptocurrency. And when people are seeing other assets decline in value, the assets that are up in value might be that hedge and they have to take money to cover those short positions. So all of these things work together. And if you're not having a good grasp on it, it probably shouldn't really go in your portfolio. Reach out to the Lehman Lewis Financial Group today, 970-446-1234. Or you can simply text the word VISIT to 970-446-1234. We've got more Retire Colorado right after this. The end of the year is in sight. Have you done any planning to make sure you're not paying more in taxes than you need to? If not, now's a great time to call the team at Lehman Lewis Financial Group. They'll help you create a plan that's as tax efficient as possible. 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. Have you saved enough? What are you going to do with Social Security? What will your taxes look like in retirement? Alicia and Josh Lewis at Lehman Lewis Financial Group believe retirement planning should be easy and you should be able to get all the information you need in one place. That's why they created the Retire Colorado Toolkit, a comprehensive resource for your retirement. In it, you'll find a copy of their retirement income planning booklet, as well as other helpful guides that will help provide insight on taxes, Social Security, income, and more. To get your toolkit, text 
KIT to 970-446-1234. That's KIT to 970-446-1234. Help simplify your retirement planning. Get your toolkit from Alicia and Josh Lewis at Lehman Lewis Financial Group by texting KIT to 970-446-1234. That's KIT to 970-446-1234. This is a paid placement. Investment advisory services made available through AE Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor. Firm is not affiliated with the U.S. government and does not offer tax services. Have you seen what's happening in the stock market recently? If the volatility is making you nervous, call Lehman Lewis Financial Group today to make sure you aren't taking on more risk than you're comfortable with. 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. You found Retire Colorado along with Alicia and Josh Lewis. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Women statistically outlive men by about six years. So a lot of wives are going to outlive their husbands in retirement. And that means a lot of women will suddenly be taking over their finances for what may be, if they're not the one kind of acutely paying attention to the finances of the family, for the first time. So it could be confusing. It could be scary. Uh, and, and so, Alicia and Josh, I know when you bring people in, the key is that they both come in. You know, if you're married, husband and wife coming in, sitting down, so there's not just one dominant person over the finances. I mean, this really does become very key because I, it doesn't matter which spouse. If you feel, you know, uh, at a loss, you have no idea what's going on, that's not a good place to be. Right. And this is absolutely something that in our office we take very, very seriously. You know, we have a lot of clients that have become clients that used to be self-directors, which means they used to invest their money and do all of all of the investments themselves. And those people a lot of times come in and many times it's the male and they come in and they say, oh, you know, my wife doesn't need to be here. I've always done this. And we say, okay, that's great, but that's not how we work because we want to make sure that you both understand what's going on. We want to make sure that we know you both on a relationship basis here, because again, we always say this, the better we know you, the better we can advise you. We are not a transactional firm. We are a relational firm. And so we want to make sure that we're hearing the hearts of both husband and wife and just really digging into making sure that both of them are educated on what is happening with the investments, what is happening with the plan, what is happening with the fact that, hey, if and when one of you predeceases the other, here's what that looks like. And so kind of walking through that. And one of the things that I just love is when we do that, many times, uh, again, a lot of times it is the wife that comes in and it's kind of like, oh, this is just not my thing. You know, I've never really done this. I don't really have any interest. And by the time they walk out, they're like, I, for the first time, understand this and I love it. And um, I still don't want to be in it every day, uh, but this has been great and I feel really good about it. And that's what we want. We want people to understand what is happening with their plan. And if they're not drawn in and a part of that planning piece, how would they ever have that kind of piece of, you know, 
looking at everything and being able to understand that they're going to be okay. Mm. So let's talk about the differences between men and women, at least. And we're talking, you know, kind of statistically and and the typical scenario. What things do men tend to be concerned about in planning for retirement when they're coming in? I think this really kind of depends on where they're at in stages of life. You know, we have some gentlemen who come in, maybe they're a little bit older and their primary concern is, I want to make sure my wife is in a good spot when I predecease her. And and I think, you know, a lot of men know and kind of understand those statistics. So that might be kind of part of the focus. And I think that drives a lot of men to come in and visit with us also who say, hey, I know I'm not going to be able to do this forever. So I want to make sure we already have that relationship sort of established. But I think, too, men are more driven by performance numbers than women are. You know, ultimately, I think women are looking at more of a plan that's going to be sustainable, that's going to meet their needs and their objectives. And they're going to like, I think, more of the comprehensive plan and the security that comes with it. I think men also like the security of the plan, but more like this is great for my wife, you know, sort of thing. Like, I want to make the most money I, excuse me, I can possibly make in the market. So I think men get a little more driven by performance and risk and things like that, where I think women tend to typically look more at the security of having a plan to meet their goals and objectives. So, you know, they all, they're all important, but I think there's just a different focus on it. And you feel that too, Alicia? Absolutely. This is, again, we cannot stress enough that it's important to know what is happening, what is going on. We want the women to be involved. We want the men to be involved. And ultimately, I can't tell you how many times people say, I feel good. Um, and then they come in for their, their review and they say, let's review this one more time because, Hey, good thing is, is I haven't had to keep all this information in my head because I know that you guys, you've got us, but we love to educate. We want to make sure that, that people are understanding. Again, call or text visit to 970-446-1234 to start the conversation. Come in and sit down with Alicia, Josh, and the team. It's, again, like coming around the kitchen table and having an important conversation about your retirement. Call or text VISIT to 970-446-1234. Now, I gave the stat right out of the gate. Women outlive men, statistically speaking, by six years. And that's a fact that you talk about when you have couples coming in. So how does that come into play during retirement planning as you're talking about Again, uh, because it is a scenario where one spouse is, you know, again, passing and you show that elimination, if you will, on the page and and single payer tax household and just all the different scenarios that come up for someone that is now single. Yeah, this is a really important topic. And so you're absolutely right. There's a lot that changes when you lose a spouse. So you're going to lose one of the social securities. Taxes are going to go up. Uh, Yes, there are some changes like budget. I'm sure, uh, you know, people think, oh, well, you know, my budget is going to go down. But really, in all honesty, a lot of times budgets don't go down a whole lot because of the fact that you're still, you know, still living. You're still doing some of the things that you were doing before, whether that's, you know, going out to eat, Mm -hmm. getting together with friends, maybe some hobbies, things like that. But when we're looking at those things, we're also looking at what are the incomes? Where's the income coming from? 
if it is like a, a pension income or maybe it's an income that you're drawing off of an annuity or something like that, is that a joint uh, payout? Are you getting 100%, 50%, 25%? I mean, there's so many things to look at. And so when we're sitting down with people, we're saying, okay, here is uh, you know, some options. And, and there are times that we sit down with people that have already made some of those decisions with pensions and things like that. But also, you know, looking at, you know, if they haven't made those decisions, being able to crunch those numbers and show here's what that does if, you know, you predecease. And so, again, it is really important to look at those details and make sure that that we're planning accordingly because it we do see it. Women do live longer. And, you know, Josh usually always says, yeah, because they nag us to death. <laughs> I've been waiting for him to say that, but I would never. Um, but he hasn't today, which is pretty great. But at he, any he rate, he was just fearful he was going to get a shot in the ribs. I know. I would I, get nagged on by making <laughs> bad jokes. See, see, had yep. I was waiting for it, but um, but we see it, you know, and it is one of those things that. Uh, it's no, I don't think it's, um, any big secret with women either. They know, they know, Hey, I need to make sure that I'm going to be set as well. You know, when my spouse passes away and it's definitely is a conversation I don't think people love to have, but it is reality and let's make sure that we're planning for that. No question. Again, 970-446-1234. And it is a benefit for the team, Alicia, to, have your perspective, Josh's perspective, others in the office. I mean, to have that perspective in the room, I would think helps people get through this conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and again, I love the team aspect that we have in here. It's really, um, it's a special thing that we have. And we do that for multiple reasons. We do that because we want to make sure that we are providing excellent service. I don't know about you, but I have just noticed as time goes on, service just gets worse and worse and worse. You know, I hate going to a restaurant that's a fantastically delicious restaurant, but the service stinks. It kind of ruins the whole experience, right? And so we take service very, very seriously, and we want to make sure that the families that we represent are getting just excellent service. And so that's one reason why we have a team of advisors. The other reason is because like what you said, I mean, we all have a different perspective when we're sitting down planning. We plan every single case together because four advisors are better than one. So it is one of those things where there's, there's somebody that I actually just met the other day that I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like I know you so well because we, we all plan every case together. And we were planning for this family and Jeff just happened to be the one working with them. I'm like, Oh, how so? And they're like, how do you know so much about us? You know? And I'm like, remember, you know, we all work together and we all, we all plan for you. And so again, the team atmosphere is just, it creates again, the great service, but also the team that you get access to the entire team. And all of us have a little different way of planning and thinking and throwing things out there and saying, yeah, but what about this? And um, just coming up with the best ideas possible. All right. So we have about a minute left in this segment, but uh, for people that are, you know, haven't met with a financial professional previously, or they're saying, man, my financial advisor's not talking to me about this, or they only focus on one of the two in the relationship, 
what should they do? Well, they should pick up the phone and give us a call because if you are approaching retirement or in retirement and you're saying, man, I've worked with this advisor for 20 years and all they seem to talk about is, you know, what's happening with the market. Well, there's a lot more involved with retirement planning than just saying, here's what's going on with the market. You've got to look at your income, your investments, your taxes, your healthcare, your legacy, all of these things. So pick up the phone and come in and talk to us. It's, it's not going to cost you anything, uh, but a, about an hour of your time, maybe 45 minutes of your time, and sit down and see if this is something that you might need to make some adjustments. Or, hey, it might even be a pat on the back saying, you're all set, but at least you know that you got that second opinion. Mm, reach out today. Call or text VISIT to 970-446-1234. Call or text VISIT to 970-446-1234. And we've got more Retire Colorado right after this. Are you happy with your Medicare plan? Even if you are, what was good for you this year might not be what's best for you next year. The team at Lehman Lewis Financial Group can help you sort through all the options to find the best one for you. Call now, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. According to the U.S. Debt Clock, at the time you hear this commercial, our nation's debt will go up by $1.5 million. That's more than $2 billion a day, $15 billion a week. Right now, our debt is over $31 trillion, and it's climbing fast. The question is, how do we pay it off? The answer? Increasing taxes. Now, think about your retirement accounts. Do you want to pay taxes on some of that money now when rates are historically low or later when rates are potentially higher? Whether you should pay taxes now or in retirement depends on a lot of things. Alicia and Josh Lewis and the team at Lehman Lewis Financial Group know what to look for. They can help you create a plan so your retirement is as tax efficient as possible. Call 970-446-1234 to set up a visit with Alicia and Josh Lewis and the Lehman Lewis team. That's 970-446-1234. When taxes go up, will you be ready? Call now 970-446-1234. This is a paid placement. Investment advisory services made available through AE Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor or firm does not offer tax services. Interest rates are on the rise, so what does that mean for your retirement? Find out by calling the Lehman Lewis Financial Group team now, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. Thanks for joining us for Retire Colorado along with Alicia and Josh Lewis. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Today we're talking about the unique challenges that women face in preparing for retirement. GoBankingRates.com has a list of financial challenges that women face in retirement. And we want to get your take on the factors that uh, this this article puts out. So there's the gender gap pay uh, that historically has existed. It's, It's getting better. It's certainly not completely flush, but women typically have made less than men during their working career. There's a lack of financial confidence that women tend to be more conservative and less confident about their finances. Uh, Longer lifespans, women do live statistically longer than men, um, and so they do need to understand that impact on their finances. Caregiving responsibilities typically have gone to women during their careers, and more likely they took time off from a career to 
care for a child or a loved one, maybe a parent. Uh, and so maybe they were in the more of a part-time status or a non-working status. And then greater financial fallout from divorce. A costly divorce can negatively affect a woman's ability to build a healthy long-term balance sheet. And something that I'm sure both of you have seen over the years that you've been doing this, just all of these factors that you can truly help uh, ladies with as, as they come in. Absolutely. I think it really does start with taking the initiative and us being able to educate, right? Because I think a lot of times people, um, women in general, uh, they have these kind of things that were stacked against them a little bit over the years, but more and more we're seeing women coming in saying, no, I want to be a part of this. I want to make sure that, that my savings is caught up. And if it's not, Hey, how do I do that? And creating a plan to do that, but also looking at some of the, you know, what ifs, what if I live longer than my spouse and things like that. So again, it kind of comes back to sitting down, looking at their situation, educating and making sure that we're helping them be positioned in that right direction to make the moves that they need to make to be successful. And I love seeing the initiative that women are taking, standing up saying, I want to be the best that I can be. And here's one way to do it. And that's getting a plan. That's sitting down with us and talking through all of these things. Layman Lewis's focus is retirement income planning. Reach out to the team today. Call or text visit to 970-446-1234. Now the labor department uh, says that 58% of long-term caregivers are female. And if you're serving as a caregiver for a family member or a loved one, it means you probably have had to cut back on your job, which means you're probably saving less in a retirement account. So how can someone that's in this type of a position and they still have maybe five to seven years of work life left catch back up with some of their savings? Yeah, so this is a difficult kind of scenario to be in, right? You, you leave the workforce, take care of a loved one, and then you miss out on earning money and savings. So I think... You know, looking at your own situation, you got to be really careful not to step out too far into this. And and again, it's sticky, right? It's a it's a loved one, it's a family member. So if you're not stepping up to do it, who is? And I think that's kind of the that's where these situations arise from. So you know, if and when you are kind of in that scenario, you got to look at what you're spending, maybe what you know, what income you missed out on over that period of time. And then when that, you know, situation ends, maybe that person passes away or they have to go into a facility, that's where you really need to look at getting back into the workforce and deciding, hey, how can I best and most efficiently make up some of that lost time? And what does that look like? So that might involve, you know, going back into work and maxing out the 401k contributions and then trying to save money outside of that as well. So again, this becomes a really big juggling act that you got to look at assessing all the different options before you actually get into this situation. Because again, you know, it's it's one of those things of if someone needs that care and you're the, the person to do it, you got to make sure it's not going to come at a detriment to your own retirement. So again, a lot of planning has to go into that beforehand. But we also see sometimes people, um, you know, we had a client who her parents, again, kind of needed that care. And uh, she ended up quitting her job 
and uh, getting licensed to be a uh, registered nurse. And so what she was able to do was go and be their caretaker and actually get paid to do it. So there are options. I think that it's something that, you know, as you're considering doing some of those things, again, consider it. And like Josh said, look at all the facts and, and options that are available. But sometimes it can be a paid position. And in this case, it was her parents' long-term care insurance uh, allowed them to have in-home health care. And so that's that's what she was able to do. So it kind of uh, helped helped everyone. Well, I can tell you, eye-opening, though, when you start thinking about the, that kind of stuff, because my mom looked at that, um, and my dad has been long gone, but in-home health care, and again, my mom was a career nurse, 45-plus years of, of nursing, and so she knew what she really wanted, but in-home health care was going to cost her, I think it was around $210,000 if she took it for the entire year and it was like eye opening to her that that and 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 you think of having that kind of acute care in your home it is expensive and those are the kind of things that can pile up on you and so as an individual or a couple later on in life you have to start having those conversations now rather than when you're in the middle of it yeah absolutely right because yeah. when you're in the middle of it i mean it's almost too late. Right. You're yeah. going to be forced yeah. to make some of those decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where, again, a lot of times, you know, family members have to step in and then it just becomes, uh, it can be a problem. Folks, these are the kind of conversations that Alicia, Josh, and the team at Lehman Lewis have every day with individuals and couples here uh, throughout Colorado. And they would love to sit down and start the conversation with you so that you can start having some of these questions answered. Their focus is retirement income planning. Reach out today to the team at Lehman Lewis, 970-446-1234. Call or text visit to 970-446-1234. This is Retire Colorado with Alicia and Josh Lewis. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Now, about 40% of women investors identify as beginners. So it appears that a lot of women seem to maybe lack confidence in financial knowledge. What are some steps that women should consider to help boost their financial confidence. I love talking about this because I think that it sometimes as women, we overanalyze and um, almost get ourselves worked into a tizzy. And so the thing that I always just uh, encourage women to do and people in general is really identify what is it that you're nervous about? Identify those fears and don't let those fears work against you. Rather have that courage to step out and say, okay, here's, you know, really get to know yourself, you know, figure out what's making you nervous and talk to somebody you trust. And, you know, this is where, again, um, as you're planning, as you're doing some retirement planning, you know, you can get a bunch of advice from the person over, you know, your, your neighbor or the, your friend that you're going out to coffee with that, you know, maybe isn't a financial advisor. So make sure that you're talking to somebody who can help you in that and some find somebody that you trust. The other thing is really figure out, and I think most of us know what our learning style is, but really lean into that learning style, really figure out, okay, how do I learn best? And go with that because 
education is going to be key to helping you, again, get over some of those fears because you're going to understand more. You're going to have more clarity. You're going to be able to say, okay, I get that and I feel comfortable with that. And um, you're making educated decisions. And, you know, as cheesy as this may sound, knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. And so having that good education and being able to bounce ideas off of somebody and um, that you trust is really going to help you, again, find that clarity and make the decisions out of uh, true education and knowing, okay, I'm making the right the right choice here. Mm. Education. It's why Alicia and Josh do this show each and every week. It's to help educate you all on retirement planning. All right. Uh, Department of Labor also has a stat out that says women are 65, 65 or older are 43% more likely than men to live below the poverty line. And about 65% of poor elderly people are female. Those are startling stats. What's the message for women preparing for retirement, Josh? I think, honestly, it's to get started, you know, get started early and, and do it often. And when you kind of look at those statistics, you know, it, it makes you kind of wonder how much was that maybe avoidable. And, you know, maybe these women were married at one point in time and they didn't take an interest in the finances. And so when you think about kind of some of those smaller incremental steps you can do earlier on, I think that really helps set you up for success because, you know, I, I think too often when you look at, say, somebody in a situation of being, you know, below poverty line or something like that, the likelihood that, you know, they didn't exist at that poverty line sometime in their life is pretty high. And then what happened was a series of, you know, maybe things beyond their control or some bad decisions led them into that. So if you're not working with someone who's looking at kind of these pitfalls, you know, before they happen and cautioning you against them, nobody's going to be able to do that for you. So I think, you know, having somebody in your corner and having somebody to be objective and to help you kind of talk through some of those decisions, I think is really going to help a lot of people avoid, you know, just continuing on the same path, which leads to living below that poverty line. And again, you can do that now, not just say, you know, oh, as, as you are, maybe you're still married. You can do that now. Make sure that you're understanding how the uh, pensions are being taken. When, you know, when income is going to start, what happens, you know, if you are the last woman standing and now here you are with this income. So finding out what those details are now. And, and part of that start is giving us a call and coming in and sitting down with us and saying, okay, let's figure some of this out. And that is a big step sometimes for people who do get nervous. You know, it's okay though. We are never, uh, pressuring. We are always sitting down and getting to know the people that we work with. So come sit down, have a cup of coffee with us and, and let's, let's start that conversation. All right, folks call today, 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234. And we've got more retired Colorado right after this. Guessing is rarely a good strategy, especially when it comes to retirement planning. So, when it comes to Social Security, don't guess. Get a plan so you can maximize your benefit. The Lehman Lewis team can help with that. Call them today, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234.
Have you saved enough? What are you going to do with Social Security? What will your taxes look like in retirement? Alicia and Josh Lewis at Lehman Lewis Financial Group believe retirement planning should be easy and you should be able to get all the information you need in one place. That's why they created the Retire Colorado Toolkit, a comprehensive resource for your retirement. In it, you'll find a copy of their retirement income planning booklet as well as other helpful guides that will help provide insight on taxes, Social Security, income, and more. To get your toolkit, text KIT to 970-446-1234. That's KIT to 970-446-1234. Help simplify your retirement planning. Get your toolkit from Alicia and Josh Lewis at Layman Lewis Financial Group by texting KIT to 970-446-1234. That's KIT to 970-446-1234. This is a paid placement. Investment advisory services made available through AE Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor. Firm is not affiliated with the U.S. government and does not offer tax services. Are you happy with your Medicare plan? Even if you are, what was good for you this year might not be what's best for you next year. The team at Lehman Lewis Financial Group can help you sort through all the options to find the best one for you. Call now, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. You've found Retire Colorado, along with Alicia and Josh Lewis. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Alicia uh, can't be with us for this. She didn't want to take the test today, so Josh said, I'll take one for the team. So Alicia, uh, she'll be back with us on the show uh, next week. But uh, she did want to see if you were uh, all ready to go for healthcare trivia today. Does it sound good? I think I'm ready. If not, <laughs> we're going to do it anyway, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're on the spot. All right. So, uh, and healthcare is one of the components that is part of kind of that five-part retirement income process. I mean, you've got income and you've got investments and taxes, but healthcare and long-term care, they are kind of married there. Medicare is part of that. And then legacy planning is the fifth component. But I mean, healthcare is a pretty big component in retirement income planning, is it not? Absolutely. And it's, you know, when you look at it kind of historically, it could be one of the biggest depleters of your assets rather than anything else out Mm. there. So if you're not planning for it, you you better start. So again, if you want to reach out to Alicia Josh, the team at Lehman Lewis and start the conversation, because you're saying, well, I don't know if I'm prepared for health care in my retirement plan. Or if you say, uh, I know I'm not prepared for health care in, re- in my retirement income plan, reach out, call, or text visit to 970-446-1234. Call or text visit to 970-446-1234. First question of the day, Josh, is how much is the average 65-year-old couple estimated to spend on health care in retirement, is it A, 150000 B, 225000 C, 300000 or D, 500000 I think everybody who's listened to the show better get this one right, too, because we've talked about this a bit, but I'm going to go with C, 300000 And folks, Josh is absolutely 100% correct. And in fact, probably next year, Josh, that number is going to go up and 500,000 is probably in the offing in the future uh, because it is a big number. But the average couple, according to Fidelity, is estimated to spend $300,000. That's the average 65-year-old couple. Now, that was in uh, 2021. And this number does not include long-term care. So that's just a, that's a really big number to prepare for. 
and uh, Josh and Alicia can help you do that. Uh, prepare for it in your retirement income plan, 970-446-1234. All right, question two. How much are you allowed to save in a health savings account, otherwise known as an HSA, each year? Is it A, $1,500, B, $3,600, C, $7,200, or D, there is no cap? I feel like this has a little bit of a trick question sort of implied in there. So question would be, are you an individual or are you a family? Because there's a difference, right? So if you're an individual, you can contribute 3,600 bucks. So that is, I believe, B. Mm -hmm. But if you're a family, you get to contribute more, which would be the $7,200 to an HSA. So that would be C. So kind of a difference there. So depending on, you know, kind of how you're set up and file taxes, couple notes with that too that I just want to throw out there that you want to have a high deductible health care plan to put money into an HSA and if you're you know in the enrolling in Medicare you can't make contributions to an HSA after you've gone you know into enrollment in Medicare so a couple important things to recognize there but again families going to contribute more because there's more people there right individuals going to contribute less but awesome place to save money for sure once again, folks, he knows his facts. It was a bit of an ambiguous question, a little trickery in there. 3600 for an individual, 7200 for a family. Question number three. The cost of prescription drugs will likely make up blank percent of your total health care costs. Is it A, 17%, B, 22%, C, 27%, or D, 36%? Oh man, this is a tough one. You got it. It's like a, one of those math word problems <laughs> that you get on the ACT. So you got to like figure out what they're asking and then the equation. Um, I'm going to say 22 seems high. So I'm going to say 17%. Uh, All right. A, a. Survey said. Josh nails it again, folks. Uh, so the Fidelity report that estimated, you know, again, about the average 65-year-old couple spending $300,000 out of pocket on medical expenses in their uh, retirement. 17% will go to prescription drugs. 39% will go to war towards Medicare premiums. 44% will go to other medical expenses, including co-pays, co-insurance, and deductibles. So just so that you know as, uh, as it's broken down. By so the way, would, yeah, go ahead. That would be uh, $51,000 of the 300000 So yep. fifty one. I I actually, I would have guessed it, it's higher just because it seems like the more prescriptions you have, and I lived this through my mom um, because she's had some health issues, and it seems like, you know, with every health issue, there's some new prescription that comes along. I, I mean, prescriptions, man, they can get out of control. Oh, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. So uh, if you'd like to start the conversation, talk about your retirement income plan, which does include health care and long-term care conversations with Josh Alishan and the team. Uh, reach out, 970-446-1234. In fact, the Lehman Lewis Financial Group has prepared a special kind of a bundle. It's a toolkit of sorts, and it starts with a budget income worksheet, but it also has a checklist. It talks about Social Security decisions. It talks about taxes. Um, will your money last as long as you do? And the Retirement Income Planning Booklet. It's all available to you in one bundle 
from Layman Lewis. Just call 970-446-1234 to request your very own retirement toolkit. 970-446-1234. Or you can simply text the word KIT, K-I-T, to 970-446-1234. Text KIT to 970-446-1234. Next question on healthcare trivia for Josh today. Alicia is not able to be with us on this segment today, but she'll be back on the program next week. Uh, what's the national average median cost, Josh, for a private room in a nursing facility per month? Now, this is national, not here you know, in, in greater Colorado, but we're talking a national average. Is it $1,785, 5674 8821 or 10031 Now, we're talking per month. So going from 1785 all the way to $10,031 a month. Yeah, and, and again, kind of it depends on, you know, how nice of a facility. And looking at averages, I'm going to go with C, the 8821. It's about almost $6,000. Sounds about right. The ten grand seems a little high. So I'm going to go with C, 8821. He's knocking it out of the park. Genworth's 2021 cost of care survey says the national monthly median cost for a private room, nearly nine grand a month. The national monthly median cost for a home health aid is $45.76. And I guarantee that's not round the clock coverage. That's probably like eight or 10 hours. Uh, these are just averages. Costs in, you know, here in uh, Colorado certainly can be higher. And as Josh said, it can be dependent on the. Uh, the type of facility that you're you're going into. So just something that you have to prepare for. Reach out today, 970-446-1234. All right, next question is, someone turning 65 today, Josh, has a blank percent chance of needing long-term care. Is it A, 25%, B, 37%, C, 55%, or D, 70%? Oh, this is a tough one. I just read something about this, too, because it seems like the percentage has increased in the last years. Um, I'm going to go with, oh, that's a tough one. I'm going to say D, 70%. Even though that seems high, I'm going to go with it. My guess is you saw that wow. uh, U.S. Department of Health and Human Services report. It's predicting that someone turning 65 today has a 70% chance of needing long-term care at some point in their life. I mean, Which that is, is crazy. Staggering. Oh, yes. I mean, think about that. That is so, again, folks, if your retirement income plan does not take into account health care and long term care, that's what Alicia, Josh, and the team at Lehman Lewis uh, they do. They help you prepare for those five parts income, investments, taxes, health care, long term care, and legacy planning. Reach out today. Call or text visit to 970 446 1234. Call or text visit to 970-446-1234. I'm going to give you a bonus question, even though you were five for five, Josh. Yeah. All right, so extra credit. What is the Zoom boom? Is it A, the continued uptick in remote online working for baby boomers to retire early? Uh, B, an increased number of baby boomers using Zoom for telemedicine? C, more people, including baby boomers, having health issues because of more virtual work and more sedentary lifestyle. Or D, more people, including baby boomers, having plastic surgery because they don't like how they look on Zoom meetings. So 
crazy thing. I didn't even need you to read all those. I've actually <laughs> read a few things about this, and it kind of blows my mind a little bit, but it's actually uh, D. People are more worried, like, you ever get on the Zoom screen, and you're like, oh, my God, that's how I look? <laughs> It's like it's all it's like the visual version of hearing your voice on the radio. Like I I hear myself on the radio I'm like, "Oh my gosh, that's my voice." Like, who is this guy? And that's what it is. Zoom boom is older folks getting some work done because they don't like how they look when they're interacting with people on Zoom. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. Um I just I, I mean again, I I've never I, not that I don't care. I'm going to dress and clean myself and all those things. But, hey, I am who I am. Um, if I want to look better, then I'll, I'm not. it's not going to be the plastic surgery route. But uh, it is it, the Zoom boom. Uh, it came out of 2020 and 2021. People didn't like how they looked on screen. Josh is exactly right. Uh, there have been studies showing that people who look younger through plastic surgery often feel younger and are... Uh, maybe even going to live longer we'll see but i i don't know i just think I, that that seems bizarre they need the software guys from instagram who do all the crazy filters they need to apply that to zoom and then you could just you know get filter some your zoom filter and yep, make that's, me look 12 years younger that's a lot cheaper than plastic surgery i can guarantee that's, you that that's right but then you might not feel younger and then live longer and increase your likelihood of needing long-term care <sighs> Okay. Well, folks, if you would like to sit down with Josh, Alicia, the team at Lehman Lewis, and, and again, look at those five parts of retirement income planning. It starts with income. It looks at investments that you have. It looks at those taxes you're going to pay in retirement. Healthcare, long-term care, it is a big number and you need to be prepared. If you are not, reach out. Also, legacy planning. Those are the five parts of uh, the peace process at Lehman Lewis. Uh, reach out today, 970-446-1234, or you can simply text the word VISIT to 970-446-1234. Josh, that's going to wrap up Retire Colorado for today. Thanks for taking the healthcare test with it and acing it all the way through. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks. Glad to be here. Could you end up paying too much in taxes when you retire? Find out by getting Lehman Lewis Financial Group's free tax guide by texting tax to 970-446-1234. That's tax to 970-446-1234. Hey, this is Alicia Lewis. Thanks so much for joining us on the show today. Hopefully you heard something that is going to help you plan for your retirement. As always, if you have any specific questions, please feel free to give me a call, 970-446-1234. Again, that's 970-446-1234. So we offered a couple of the free retirement guides. These guides are gonna be really helpful information to prepare for retirement. So if you wanna get any of these guides that we talked about today, go to laymanlewisresources.com. That's laymanlewisresources.com. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. 
Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business, Lehman Lewis Financial Group. Lehman Lewis Financial Group is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. AWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by Lehman Lewis Financial Group are not subject to investment advisor requirements. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Lehman Lewis Financial Group is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Lehman Lewis Financial Group. This radio show is a paid placement. The Peace Process is Lehman Lewis Financial Group's process name and does not promise or guarantee investment results or preservation of principle.